0: Welcome to True Independent Media, Real News Live.
1: For the people, for we the people.
0: Tell me, was it your van that was in a car accident? Because everyone was saying your truck got in a car accident, was it you? It is tough for me to talk about because it it it's a very
1: sort of traumatic kind of an event but we can go anywhere you want me to for the next couple seconds okay
0: so shall let's just blow a conspiracy away are you jfk what a beautiful sunny day we're having such a great time it's gorgeous These I, people all americans you won't answer. No donald j trump we uh, love america we love donald j trump thank you all right thank you sir there we we tried we tried we try word for the people for we the people okay everybody uh welcome to the show that is none other than vincent fusca jfk jr himself or a version of jfk jr himself we don't really know we got we got a lot of information on that guy i happen to think that he is but uh i'm not sure that that guy is the vincent fusca although he's one of the vincent fuscas so um I think it's pretty interesting. And again, he just doesn't answer the question. I, I know a guy who's co- actually friends with Vincent, hung out with him quite a bit, drove in the Trump with him. Um, and he said he asked Vincent directly and Vincent wouldn't answer it, which is pretty interesting because, <clears throat> excuse me, because we're going to talk about a little bit about the emergence of JFK Jr. So, all right, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome to Real News Live Tuesdays with Candace. I'm your host, Mike Barra on the show tonight and my special guest is frequently happens, is the wonderful Candice Whitelight of Frequency of the Earth. How are you doing today, Candice?
1: It's a good day. Uh, Lots is going on, in my opinion. I've got uh, three projects I'm working on currently, and uh, one of them is very much about um, what is the mode of the day. So it's uh, all about the election, and I've got a lot of good stuff um also about um uh, jfk jr so let's okay, get into well, we'll it get to
0: that. we'll get to that here in a minute uh I, I don't have much of a news report today guys it's a very 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 uh quiet kind of news day not a lot to talk about other than president trump pardoning the um <clears throat> the, tur- the christmas turkeys today but there are a couple things i wanted to mention um real quick so i'm going to do a quick screen share here and we're going to talk about those things candace one of the things that that was sent um to me here recently is this statement here which is a per this is from Francesca the Patriot girl on Twitter she said per president Trump's executive order from 912 2018 if Biden's fake transition team accepts federal dollars from the GSA while knowingly involved in voter fraud any person associated with this transition can be considered a co-conspirator, meaning that if they take any of the GSA money or avail themselves of the offices or anything like that that's being offered, that that is essentially participating in the fraud, and would make them um, <clears throat> make them victims. So uh, another thing is that there's a, pres- a precedent set by the United States Supreme Court. I think this is pretty well established that SCOTUS ruled in a landmark case, the States versus Throckmorton in 1878 that fraud vitiates everything, and by categorically asserting that fraud vitiates everything, the SCOTUS affirms that perpetrating fraud undermines the entire endeavor, i.e. the whole contract, the complete judgment, the final result, or the election outcome, if you want to count it that way. Once the fraud is proven, The enterprise in its entirety, such as a POTUS candidacy, has been irreparably tainted and the result is invalidated. That's what vitiate means. In other words, if it was only the Michigan vote stolen by Team Biden, their victory would still have been nullified since fraud vitiates everything. And vitiates, in this legal context, means negates, quashes, annuls, invalidates, revokes, and abrogates. President Trump is therefore the victor of the 2020 POTUS election by default, by law, and according to the U.S. Constitution. I'm not sure about that, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, also, um, Candace sent me, let's see, sent me one other thing here, Candace, where is it? Uh, there it is, this is the map of the different districts that the SCOTUS justices have uh, control over. Clarence Thomas has got Florida, Alabama, and Georgia under his domain. In other words, any any contests that are gonna come Uh, contested states, contested elections like in Georgia are going to go through Clarence Thomas to get to the Supreme Court, which means they're going to get to the Supreme Court. New Jersey, Delaware, and Pennsylvania, the third district, uh, federal district are under Joseph Alito, who has already indicated he believes that there is a case by the Trump campaign to... um, to to, uh, argue before the Supreme Court, in terms of voter fraud, Justice Brett Kavanaugh has Michigan, Ohio, Kentucky, and Tennessee, the sixth district. That means that he has control over the swing state of Michigan. Amy Coney Barrett has Illinois, Indiana, and most crucially, Wisconsin, which is another swing state. And Brett Kavanaugh has Minnesota, Iowa, North Dakota, South Dakota, Missouri, Arkansas. The key thing here, is that Kavanaugh is going to deal with any possible fraud in Minnesota. And I think if fraud is found, it's also going to be found in Minnesota, even though that's not on the map right now. It's not a highly contested situation. And uh, Judge Neil Gorsuch has... Authority over New Mexico, which New Mexico has been mentioned by the Trump campaign and by Sidney Powell a couple times here lately, that there's a lot of fraud there too. Unfortunately, out west, Arizona is going to be controlled by Elena Kagan. That means uh, we're probably not going to get a good uh, a good hearing on that case unless she's put under a lot of pressure. So, Candace, I guess what I want to do is I want to ask you um, to get started. I don't know which way we want to go with this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start it with this. I'm gonna suggest that the vitiates ruling is a valid ruling, but it's only valid if fraud is proven. Now, the interesting thing is, it doesn't have to be what Alan Dershowitz has been saying, that you have to prove that the fraud was enough to overturn the election. According to what I just read, what it means is you only have to show that there was fraud and you can throw out the entire election if the Supreme Court rules that there's fraud. Is that how you interpret it?
1: Well, this is a precedent so you know in a landmark case and this is you know happened a while ago um is that they they decided that fraud uh vitiates everything so that what you have is once you have established the fraud which of course is um going to be established particularly with the servers that are being brought from frankfurt and of barcelona has a uh, installation there as well, which is where they're, they're offshore. They're out of this country voting for our election. Now that. Well, falls controlling into this,
0: our election, controlling the votes anyway, how they're
1: right. You know, well, you know, they got actually a legitimate vote count and that was from all of the, uh, reporting precincts that happened on the day of the vote. And that is what they, Categorized and that came out 410 to 128, right? As far as the electoral yeah. counts for the yeah, state. electoral college, yeah, yeah. Right, so that's what they have. Now, what they did with that is they fed it into these smart and that's the fractional magic machines. Mm-hmm. So you have to remember that there's a process here that is like, you know, four or five stages. So, you know, if you look at it as a timeline, um, they got all the votes and they've got the servers to establish as to what the real count was.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So well, after, after that
0: intercepted in transit anyway, they already knew. But now they probably have the they have the physical servers to at least according to Simon Parks. He said absolutely that the U.S. military, the good guys have possession of the physical servers as well that they got from the CIA safe house.
1: So. Right. And according to CodeMonkey, who's working on this tirelessly, and I've got to give him credit because Ron is a part of the comm team that I talked about, right? Um, and so what is happens after that is this information is fed back to the states in terms of this smartmatic process. That exists in every state. So the state then looks at those numbers, And fractional magic is something that's been used for quite a while, actually, uh, where they determined what they wanted the outcome to be Mm -hmm. between when it was collated or voted, you know, with the polls and everything to what it was that they wanted the desired outcome to be. So back in 2018, when I did all of this work, it worked the same exact way. So what happened in Missoula, which is where they were counting the votes, is they shut all the machines down. Same dang thing they did in Wisconsin and in Michigan. They shut down all the machines. They stopped counting in Pennsylvania. They stopped counting in Georgia. Every place that had the report from this Dominion server, which wasn't every state in the union, by the way. It's only Mm -hmm. 29 states. So what they had is they then fixed the process of the machine and found out, oh, crap, we're going to have to put in 100,000 other votes in order to get this guy up to the top. There was no way they could fraction it out to be that, you know, every vote for Biden was 100 percent and every vote for Trump was 50 percent. He was still going to win. It was such a massive yeah. landslide. Yeah, I, at that I heard point.
0: that they they had to, they did it uh, again. Simon Park's information was that they ended up with a forty to one ratio to make Biden the winner. Forty fake votes for Biden versus one fake vote for Trump in order. To, and that
1: to- is yeah, that's exactly how it works because they have to figure out the ratio. It's all done instantly, by the way, by these smartmatic machines, which are. You know, they're rigged so that any 12 year old can go in and punch the buttons and they can move folders, file folders from one aspect to another. And then um, add in all these ballots, which I just was listening to a program this morning that they said a lot of the ballots were, um, you know, uh, brought in and they were run through the machine several times. And then, of course, all of them were just had one vote at the top for Biden, nothing on the down races, yeah, with this. and um, yeah, and that that, of <clears throat> course, skewed the entire ratio of uh, how many votes were were cast for you know, the president as opposed to all the down races, which. Um, Arizona in particular is going crazy, and then so is Nevada because of the congressional race and because of the, um, you know, the, the secondary races that are not accurate. Because once you fractionalize, you're fractionalizing the entire ballot, not yeah. just one candidate. So that, that ended up being a really big deal to some of these states, you know, that, yeah. I mean, they've come out in droves.
0: Well, that's probably how they – that is probably how they did it in the very – in the close states, you know, Arizona and Georgia, I'm sure, is going to be – going to come out in the wash like that. Um, okay, so, uh, w- w- you know, people have been asking about JFK Jr., Vincent Fuska. I believe that there is – that JFK Jr. has played Vincent Fuska at some point. He's pretended to be Vincent Fuska. I think the Vincent Fuska that we see is somebody – Probably else. But um, let's just go with that and, and talk about the JFK Jr. thing. I mean, you've said repeatedly that you will not see JFK Jr. emerge either as JFK Jr. or Vincent Fusca until Joe Biden is out of the picture, which I, you know, could be. be in 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 less than two months so what what's your thinking on that you know you're looking at dates and astrology and you know i say astrology is really just a function of hyperdimensional physics as i talked about in my book the choice um 10 years ago so what why don't you just go with that and tell people what you think's going on with that with the jfk jr thing before we move on to the other subjects
1: well uh let me just start with sort of a premise. I believe that, um, number one, he is alive. Uh, number two, he uh, has been working, um, in a capacity, uh, which a lot of us aren't quite sure where his, uh, forte is, but he of course is really interested in revealing the entire, um, mechanism around jfk's assassination which we just had the 57th anniversary of uh yeah on sunday mm-hmm. so um this was kind of the mainstay of a lot of folks that understood that he you know had had published stuff in his george magazine um that were clues and i for one studied them quite extensively and um uh, you know, we found out about the whole, you know, uh, incident, of course, at Rushmore, which then was confirmed. And we, of course, are, you know, constantly looking for clues. Now, the most recent ones that came out were in October. And this kind of struck everybody as out from left field because we've been following Fusca. We've been following Juan Osavan. Amazingly enough, he's been sort of in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, the observer... Um, several other people that have come forward that, you know, are all a part of this uh, disinformation campaign, if you want to put it that way, because I believe that um, they would have killed him if they knew where he was. And if they certainly knew that he was alive, they would have gone after him, just like every other assassination uh, attempt since JFK. So, you know we're finding out more and more about that as the papers are released about jfk and
0: yeah.
1: um you know it so happens that that we uh, this fit, section 57 came up uh just on last thursday because uh, juan talked about it on friday on his program and quite a few other people picked up on it but uh that was actually uh written during the jfk administration uh not too long before he died and that was Basically, the um, you know the the setup of a special operations team, and this is crucial to everything that's going on. I mean, timing is everything, right? Um, so now we have uh, a clear path to overcome the influence of the CIA, and that is huge beyond huge because the whole setup. For JFK was about the coercion that happened and the corruption in the CIA, which was a rogue agency. I mean, the more that I research it, the more I find out that, you know, and, and JFK's famous quote, you know, I'm going to uh, split the CIA and And crush them into a thousand pieces, you know, which was a monumental thing and it went right up against their control mechanism. We're realizing now that um, how much of our lives actually have been a covert operation, I mean, if you just lay it out there and you say, well, that happened over there, like, you know, look at Benghazi, you know,
0: hang on a second. I got to, I got to pause it for a second. Mimi, I want to let you know, I blocked you for five minutes. Uh, You put out a name that we do not mention on this show. Okay. So do not mention that name again in regards to Juan Savant or JFK Jr. or anything, please. I I didn't do it to punish you. I just did it because we aren't going to mention that name on the show. Okay. So thank you. And you'll be back in four minutes. So uh, go ahead, Candace. Sorry to interrupt. I just felt like I had to deal with that.
1: So uh, thank you, because I wasn't watching chat. But I appreciate that. Because um, for one, I'm extremely protective of Wano Soven And someday I'll be able to sit down with you all and have, you know, a conversation about it. But for right, right. now, we need to make sure that we're all Understand why and this is exactly why it's because people get killed over this. Okay, so, you know I know that there are Folks that you know are aware of this now. In fact, I've been fighting these folks for a year now and um, you know, this is a a situation where you know, you, you just can't go there because it is not appropriate it's not good it's not appropriate and it's also not something that yeah, that he wants as so an individual
0: me I, I i locked me out for five minutes i don't know if yeah. she can still hear the broadcast i hope so if not when she comes back i'll explain it to her again
1: well she can still hear it she okay. she can't comment you know so okay, okay. but so um, the safety, that's the case it's for the okay.
0: same people involved uh involved right
1: yes and that you know just it needs to be an understanding because i to this day i'm i'm fighting it out there there we, we've got shills all over the place that are you know so anyway that's um thank you and so i i'll just go on here because i think the big segue is to in into who jfk jr has and why you know i think that's what we really want to know is why he's had to do this or why he is in a situation where he's kind of waiting in the wings to come out because we all want to see him, you know, I mean, there's no doubt about that. So so this whole thing about Benghazi uh, came to the forefront in October when a man named Alan Perot came forward and he has. Uh, he's a falconer, and he's actually worked uh, right around that area of Benghazi in Saudi Arabia and Afghanistan. He was over there for many years, and uh, he was he was very active in terms of um, selling and procuring and training uh, falcons for what is considered. And this is the really interesting part of this whole story: is that um falconry is considered something that is um done by the sheiks and those that are in control right. of the yeah, whole situation and
0: don't remember this is the odd looking guy the guy with the dress like a muslim with the head or a sikh he's a Sikh.
1: Head he's, head a, dress. he's dressed well, like
0: know, a Sikh, would, yes would reveal the story that osama bin laden was alive for a long yes. time and was only killed when it was convenient yeah uh, kill him in 2011 but go ahead Sorry. well
1: and it was all a setup you know this was controlled again by the group of uh, people by the cia who basically have been in the Mideast east for you know god back to when jfk was assassinated so you know this all kind of strings together I, I so beautifully that i'm still in processing it i just watched a film that was put out Um, around 2010 that was uh, the kind of a quote-unquote air quotes life story of um, Alan and uh, it's absolutely fascinating because it shows a lot of the footage and this is from his archives that he has and he has all of it. He has everything that implicates every individual that was involved ever since and we're talking long before 2001 and it's the lead up it's all that information everything coincidentally that JFK Jr. would be working on if he were alive which he is and he has been involved in this kind of thing it it positioned this man, this Alan Perot, so perfectly to be able to ascertain on a first person basis, film, documents, affidavits, the whole thing of this entire operation, which it is amazing in the Middle Eastern um, areas that falconry is considered a, uh, a follow the falcon and find the terrorist. Yeah. And his documentary is called Feathered Cocaine. These these falcons were sold for up to a million dollars. This is this is something I don't think anybody knows about. Anyway, so watching this it really puts it into perspective that this individual who has now conf- come forward as of just the first of the year I think he came forward and and nobody was interested in his stuff. You know, it just like It was like, so what? So he uh, basically has now um, he's appeared on camera and he appeared on a set that uh, did I send you that picture? I'll send you that because that was really interesting with a Christmas tree in the background. And so he's he's playing a part here. And once you see the film, you'll kind of understand how how acted it was. But um, the the speculation is is that he is uh jfk jr he's been playing this part he looks exactly like santa claus that came forward um back in uh I don't know. I, 2018 I don't... yeah and
0: hey, I, I, uh that one's a reach as far as i'm concerned but okay i you know i don't know we'll see well
1: it it is kind of a um like I say, the, the people that it's interesting because, you know, Fernando who comes in, he's one of your great uh, listeners. He's, he's done a lot of that. And um, I haven't asked him to do this yet, but I'm just like, it's one of those things that I, I really have to kind of speak about. So um, I'll send you this picture here and you can put it up. This was, Um. I just, took these so anyway so we'll go
0: on while you're doing that i'm just going to let people know that when we say section 57 what we're really talking about is national security action memo 57 Mm -hmm. by president kennedy which i don't believe was ever implemented and it basically took paramilitary special operations away from the cia and put it in the hands of the defense department directly through the president's civilian chain of command which is exactly what the president has implemented here um here uh in the last uh, actually a few weeks so that's kind of what we're talking about on, on that one uh let's see candace if i can go yeah i got a couple pictures here um which one do you want me to show candace i got a couple pictures here.
1: um show the second one because it shows the his uh left hand so this is kind of a and it also is i think it's It's interesting, I should have taken some pictures from the movie, but anyway, um, I just wanna forge ahead here because the similarities are all there, the clues are all there. I've got a group that I'm working with on Ruby Ray Media, which is um, uh, a group that was put together that has a really magnificent um, website and they uh, are all kind of decoding this and a lot of them really do think he's gonna come forward on the 25th which is his birthday
0: alan perot or alan parrot folks so that's him
1: yeah he's um he pronounces it perot Perot. it's been spare spelled tt so it looks Mm -hmm. like parrot and a lot of people are thinking oh you know the parrot thing but no it's uh i actually saw a signature it's on the film and it's um p-e-r-r-o-t so you say it like perot so okay um Anyway, it's um, what's coincidental about it. Um, the idea that uh, oh, the, this program here—the pictures are from. Um, did I send you that link? It was uh, the one with uh, the guys from Benghazi, and um, I should put that up. It's because it's really it's a long program, but. Um, the two individuals that came forward um, that were the father of um, one of the uh, slain people. And, um, oh, Juan's coming on a uh, rogue at one yeah.
0: thirty. Speaking of Juan, Mimi says that, that that name that she mentioned is on the receipt when they buy the book.
1: Oh, I know that. Yeah, which, I know. And means- I, you know, I, like I say, it's what we don't want to do Mimi. You got to listen to me, okay? We don't need to make a big deal out of this. Do you understand? He is a private person and he has never said he was JFK Jr. So the discussion should not be about him having defrauded anybody. This is the big thing that people have gone after him for for a long time is that, oh, he said he was JFK Jr. and he's a, you know, blah, blah, blah. They came after me too, by the way. Yeah. So I did not like that, and it was my purpose to completely crush these people because they're out of control, insane, and it, it is not the right thing to do. Towards somebody that has the body of work that 107 has, he's, he's got a, a book out now that is written by a pen name, so get over it. You know, a lot of people do that. Uh, you could probably say, you know, Mike, probably 10 off the top of your your head as to, you know, books that were ghost written or written by people that, you know, were not their name. And, um, and that and is something and that.
0: Rice, Anne Rice has done books under pen names and things like that.
1: That's right. So it's really a, a case Mimi, of, you know. Mimi,
0: we're not we're not criticizing you. We're just simply asking you not to mention that name here anymore. OK, just please don't. That's what we're asking you. And that's all. We're not criticizing you. We're just saying we're not going to we're not going to use that name on the show. OK, please. So that's it.
1: Well, and, the, you know, if if you can't understand what the reason is, then it's just not uh, a worthy conversation, because what we're looking at now is something that is an operation. I wish people would understand that, that we are protecting somebody and that in itself is enough to to be able to say we are protecting the person that we don't want killed is that clear i mean i i you know jfk junior is worth i mean i don't know how many billions of dollars to the deep state and if we identify a certain individual as being jfk junior and that we need to go after him doesn't that put a lot of lives in risk? So, you know, it, it's just a, it's a conversation I, I can go so far with, but Mike understands. And uh, I appreciate that, you know, it's just something that we, we can kind of stand back from. Okay, so Alan Perot is not JFK Jr., if you want to put it that way. But yeah. the speculation is that he might be. And it would be a brilliant cover for him. And it would put him in a place where he's revealed all this information that is not gonna come forward quite yet. That's the whole thing is that we've got to get through this election debacle. Yeah. And uh, according to Juan, who's working in it, he's revealed himself, he's in Nevada. He is proactive, he is doing the yeoman's work. This man is tireless. He has put his entire private life to the side in order to get this done. He has worked on this his whole life. Okay. So, Wano Sabin is somebody that should not be criticized or brought down or revealed or he's gone certainly, after.
0: Certainly worked on it for at least 20, 20 years or 15 years. Cause I first talked to him about it 15 years ago. So 15 or six, between 15 and 20 years ago. So he's been doing it for a long time.
1: That's right. And what he has to say is stuff that's, uh, you know, from an insider insider, right? You know, somebody that really knows that, that navigates it really well. And that's, you know, a lot of people know a lot more about him because of his programs that he's done since uh, the 20th of October, when his book came out, because he, he wants people to become informed. You know, he has said in a very real way, you know, this is, this is what that, this whole movement is about, you know, what the Q movement was about. What, you know, the uh, all of the incidences that he's talked about in biblical history. Um, it's all getting brought forward, clarified, and and I think it's just it's a marvelous process. It's something that, you know, um, is a part of the great awakening that that folks are going to look back on this period of time and just be, you know, aghast because. If we all knew it at the time, you know, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, I think, um, and we didn't put up with it, if we could stand up to these deep straight state traders, it would be a better world, wouldn't it? It would be a place where we could actually function. It would be a place where we wouldn't have to pay such high taxes and be lorded over by a government that basically wants us all in poverty and uh, destitution in order to feed their needs. You know, um, this, this is so important that I, I, it, it's hard to speak about it in a short period of time. But everybody be calm, you know, attend to the things around you. Uh, we've got Thanksgiving coming up. Um, just know that this is all in process and that we have the right people That are in there and they're getting things done. And it it isn't something that we really can affect at this point in time, other than just telling other people what the truth is. That's why he, you know, Juan came out with this book because, you know, it's a coffee table book. He wants people to have it. Hopefully, it'll get to, I ordered it right early and I should get one today or tomorrow is to start to pass around. I got a 10 pack, you know, and I'm gonna give them to everybody I know to, to disseminate this information in a, in a right manner that people can digest it. I know it's hard because all Juan has done so far is just hours and hours of programming and quite a bit of that got taken down in the purge on YouTube. And uh, so this process was something that he came up with that um, he did in a fairly short period of time, by the way, to to really have this in people's hands. So I hope that is a good explanation, Mike. Thanks for giving me the time to do that. Sure, sure. Absolutely. So,
0: OK, so um, what was the next thing? There were several other things you wanted to talk about here, correct? I, was there...
1: Well, if we want to go into the astrology, I mean, (laughs) I don't know if people are interested in that, but Um, uh, let's see if there's any questions.
0: By the way, smash that like button, both my channel and Casey's, subscribe, hit the little bell so you get alerts. Don't forget uh, Facebook, Frequency of the Earth, which is Candace's group. And don't forget uh, the paypal.me slash Mike Barra or on Venmo at Mike-Barra. Every little bit helps. Five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks whatever you want to do so yeah there's an astrological aspect to all this happening right
1: well this is what you know i've done sort of again it's not my super focus and you know it's it's more of like you put it you know it's a part of the cosmic kind of however you phrased it that's beautiful um so i just looked at at uh, jfk jr's wonderful astrology chart this morning and um just came up with this date that happens to be his birthday um, tomorrow, and uh, the assessment on it is is that he is in a transit right now that's a conjunction Sun Sun, and that's pretty incredibly powerful. Um, and it and it says it always looks like you can't make this stuff up. Fortunate aspect for visibility you are standing out and you are noticed. Be positive and proactive now. (laughs) And I went, all right. (laughs) Yeah,
0: very interesting.
1: Yeah, it is. And, and, uh, you know, he went through what you call a uh, Saturn transit last year, uh, for all year. This is something that is, um, where your your Saturn is in the same space as your Saturn was when you were born and uh, Mike, you went through that, too. Yeah, Saturn return. That was last year. Saturn return. Exactly. Yep. And uh, Go ahead. You said that was last year that I went through that uh, you went through it the year before. Actually, um, I have to go back quite a ways on your chart, but you're both born in 1960. And uh, that is a appropriate time. And it is a time of complete reassessment where things don't really move forward for you, that it's a good time to do research and put your, you know, kind of life in sort of, you know, you get into that mode where you're really looking deeply into, um, you know, why you do things, why things happen to you, you know, what's going on mentally, physically, spiritually. So, Uh, Saturn is a real taskmaster in terms of uh, analysis and a lot of men particularly go through that period of time and they end up um, having like a second, you know, uh, adolescence. And that's when you get men that go out and...
0: 2004, actually.
1: (laughs) Well, you know, and...
0: Yeah, either, by the way. Yeah.
1: Well, it can be a situation that... Has um, profound implications, you know, not only to you discovering, you know, why you did it, but also moving forward from that and, you know, re, uh, remaking yourself into another individual, which is, I mean, again, I start saying things and I just go, well, isn't that the whole story about you know, GF, GFK Jr. coming forward. So,
0: yeah.
1: Um, anyway, it's a, so in, in relationship to having this setup of all of these people that have sort of um, waded into this, you know, sort of protective mode of, of the individual um, I think that, that we do have a chance here to have things set up and, and to be able to go forward, but it is the case where I have said, and, and you said it, that, uh, certain players have to be out of the way and, right and, well, um, your thing. things yeah. have to be revealed. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so that was the other thing. Um, the. Uh what else do we talk about? <laughs> I, got uh, well, off. I
0: mean, you know, I think that the thing about uh CIA being out of out of all the operations is important. Um I guess, you know <clears throat> what we're what we're looking at here is um everybody's kind of wondering when. When are things gonna flip a little bit? Um oh wait a minute, here's something. Uh I thought you said JFK Jr. Had died, died of lung cancer. Now you say he's alive. No. I don't know what's going on with Junior, okay? I have heard from two different remote viewers, Jennifer being one and, and the author <coughs> that, that that John F. Kennedy Jr. did not die in the plane crash, that that was staged, but that he did subsequently die of uh, cancer or something like that later on, and that he was replaced with another guy. And he had been living under this fake Vincent Fusca identity as part of kind of a witness protection program protected by President Trump. And I don't know if any of that's true. Other people tell me, no, he never died. He's been around all the time. The guy that you see around in the disguise as Vincent Fusca is him um, and not necessarily the guy that was just interviewed. There's mul- I mean, Je- Jennifer said there's multiple Vincent Fuscas. And... Um, so I don't know. I mean we do not know the pedigree or history of JFK Jr and I, I think that that there's different levels of um <clears throat> of mystery here and one of them is you know okay jfk jr's still alive wouldn't that be pretty amazing all by itself then to go to the next thing well the real guy died but he was cloned and replaced or something that gets even crazier and i'm not willing to go that far out on limb i'm just saying i'm open to everything right now i don't know what the situation is except that the guy that i saw at trump rallies over donald trump's shoulder with carolyn Bissett kennedy is somehow related to John F Kennedy jr if he's not John F Kennedy jr so that's kind of where I'm I'm at on that uh Casey wants to know if you read charts Candy.
1: yeah I uh, I will for her I I don't consider myself in any way professional but um, I do kind of have a uh, you know and it's kind of like Laura Eisenhower has the same thing she reads a chart but then most of it's just you know sort of channeled information, but um, I don't pretend that I can go there, I'm much more biblically based, but I can certainly sort of read transits and that's, you know, just off off this program that I have. Um, just, to, yeah, oh God, Jeff, um, Dark Journalist, incredible program that he did three days ago. Please, everybody go and watch Dark Journalist. He puts it together about JFK, totally incredible. Um, Fernando's in the house and I just want to say to him, um, he's right around that time zone. I'll do your chart if you'll do some evaluation <laughs> with uh, with JFK uh, Jr. and um, Alan Perot. Um, that's a good trade. And then a Persian scribe, you said something that I just want to respond to, um, that the, uh, you know, the, the idea that uh, Trump is going to Um, concede is absolutely ludicrous. Uh, He is still our president until January 21st. And um, certainly after that period of time, he's going to get another four years, perhaps even another four, because once you prove fraud, it's already proven. It's already proven um, that the election of somebody who was the frauder and who actually ran the entire operation, which... Maybe, you know, Biden himself, he's not very smart. So I think he's being controlled. I think he's got an AI implant in his brain, and that's my opinion. But um, So we're talking about a very evil force of people, basically Satan. So if you're for Satan, bye-bye. That's all I can say. You've taken the wrong road because there's a fork in the road here. Right
0: there's other other things too to to think about, which is that you know not President Trump getting the the next four years, but remember if if the corporate kleptocracy is replaced by the restored republic, then there is no twenty second amendment that prevents President Trump from running for a third term should he choose to. I personally don't think he he will. Uh, in fact, so and that is a distinct possibility that that's really what's going to happen here. And there is not going to be any um, any uh, a- any constrictions on him running for a third term. That, remember, is an amendment to the corporate constitution, not the real constitution, the constitution of the United States. It's not an amendment to the constitution for the United States, which is the real constitution of the country. So there's all kinds of different ways that this will be you know, um, go around. And there's also the fact that if if there's fraud, then there's an extra term in there for him too. If certain things that were conducted under his first term were fraudulent, um, they could say that that wasn't a real term and he gets a second one. So there's all kinds of ways to look at the possibilities here.
1: Exactly. And I I really do feel that um, he's going to deserve, he, he's, he's actually tireless and he's working for the satellite. It was a miracle that, we even got him elected in 2016 because they sure thought they were gonna take it. And it uh, it's really the case that, that we're in a position of, of quite uh, a bit of strength now um, because we're seeing the, the mechanism of the cabal start to really disintegrate. Um, and this has been over time, this is not just one man's effort either uh this is about a huge team of digital soldiers that have existed for three years now and certainly went back before that
0: keeps shrinking candace because they keep getting away with blocking people and killing channels and stuff like that so
1: well you know this is our next frontier and i've got to make this alignment very clear to folks is that they understand that um the people in collusion here <laughs> are as the mainstream media and big tech. And like I said, um, I forget where I said it, but uh, I was actually in Seattle. I worked as a makeup artist in wardrobe, costumer, art production,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, in, the, in the film business for 20 years. And I, I really was right there in the room when Tom Brokaw from NBC, who was a big name, big name. And this is back in the 90s. um, And uh, he came in at a meeting with uh, Bill Gates. And I wanna tell you two things. One is that Bill Gates is not Bill Gates anymore. He and uh, Melinda were replaced with doubles and if you don't think that's true, we'll send you the pictures because it's crazy.
0: That's a new one.
1: And, yeah. Number two is Tom Brokaw, who wrote a book. Um, you know the, about the uh, greatest, the, gen- uh, the yeah. Greatest Generation. Yes, that was not written by him. That was written by a ghostwriter who happens to be somebody that is uh, very famous and who is on our side. Okay. Tom Braca himself as a deal with the devil, and there, there's no doubt that he is the one that that really turned the tide into a this cohesion against big uh, uh, with and directly associated with big tech, and with the <clears throat> deep state mainstream media in order to create this illusion that we have all lived ever since then, yeah. and that is what plays out to this day in terms of if you turn on the tv to cnn or msnbc or any of those channels you are seeing a bunch of well-paid actors that are given a script they do no reporting whatsoever they don't even have people out in the field anymore yeah it's it's uh uh, it's you know something that we bought into, I suppose, as a culture. I used to watch TV. I haven't watched TV for five years now, but um, it is the case where you could flip around. There was how many channels? Five hundred channels to choose from on yeah. cable, and all of them were controlled by basically was it six different companies? You know, this is what it came down to. People have to understand that this is just not a one-off. This is something that they worked on for years, you know, to be able to control. And if you go back beyond that, you can actually look at it like a um, uh, something that came about in the 20s with the film production uh, business in general and the way that they built this, again, illusionary life that we were all supposed to live (laughs) on the television. And then, you know, you look at people like Charlie Chaplin, who, you know, again, he had his moments that are, you know, well categorized as far as his, you know, patriotism and all that. But uh, his life was generally, uh, you know, the backgrounder for what germany had in uh, you know fascism and their model that they sent throughout the world war and uh you know what what we have is a complete rewriting of history that we really are tasked with
0: yeah okay guys 276 people in chat don't forget to like subscribe ring a little bell smash that like button uh, subscribe to my channel subscribe to the peelback report casey's channel and don't forget also the uh, PayPal situations. Um, you can get mine, paypal.me slash Mike Venmo is at Mike-Barra. Don't forget all that stuff. It, we can we can use the help. We can use the uh, financing for the bandwidth and stuff. I want to address a couple of things in here. First of all, Jeff Patriot, uh, Q said Junior is dead. No, he did not. Uh, I've covered that repeatedly. And he did not say that. Jordan Sather clicked on the wrong answer when Q was doing Q&A, he actually said yes. And I've established that. There's two or three videos of, of it from my Tell the Truth Wednesday program. So go to that playlist on my YouTube channel or alternately go to uh, go to the Gunner's Wife. So he did not say that. That is incorrect. And Oski Powers wants to know, uh, what's in Sidney Powell's chart if you have looked at it? Have you looked at it?
1: Yeah, it yeah I can do that. Okay.
0: She's gonna do it right now while we're talking. So meanwhile, let's um let's go to some other questions here if we have um, um <clears throat> Melinda is now Mel. Yeah, she looks like a dude. Um so many books written with ghostwriters. Yeah, usually they usually they they hire somebody to do to do the writing for them. Uh Google News just posted to me that JFK Jr. would have turned sixty this week. No, he would have been much older than that. He was uh he would have been like Oh, he'd be over a hundred by now. I think he was born in nineteen seventeen, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Hi, Mike. Well, again. is she
1: talking about Junior or um, oh, junior. JFK? Yeah, junior would be sixty. That's correct. Yeah, yeah, so. he's sixty years old tomorrow. Yep,
0: sixty years old tomorrow is his
1: birthday. That's correct. Um,
0: <clears throat> I think they used the two point three trillion stolen from. Rumsfeld and McKinney to buy up all the media for the 9/11 narrative, possible, possible. Uh, Glenn says, when you go to research the truth, and big tech won't allow you, all we've received is psyops lies for years. I don't see why any, I don't see any hope. That's why I've made my decision to not comply with the USC. Okay, uh, you know the USC Trojans. Smash that like button. Thank you, Ashley Judd, who I bet you're not really Ashley Judd. Oh, Barry, thank you very much, man. Thank you a lot. Oh, yeah. Also reminds me, I wanted to mention a few names of people who have um, contributed here in the last couple of days. Uh, thank you very much, Laura Mills. Thank you very much, Laura Louis Mills, Susan Sewer, or Sir, S U um, E H R. And guys like Barry Guzik, thank you again very much for um, for contributing. It really does help. Um, Q only said JFK was dead. It's a little more complicated than that. But um, um, Junior, yeah. Well,
1: let me just add to that, because um, one of the things that Q said early on was that disinformation is necessary. So, I, you know, when he was doing these Q&As, and I, I know your evaluation is... Uh, spot on mike is that it got kind of confusing because the way the boards operated is that there would be a stream of questions and then he would have to go back in and or whoever was you know doing that particular show that day or that aspect the um you know so they would and it got kind of confusing what question was were they really answering you know and and i know uh
0: Say they're simply clicked on the wrong answer. He he clicked on the wrong thing. I went back. The right. gunner's wife went over it. I went back and gunners, went over yeah. it. He actually said yes, he is alive, and he said it a couple times. So uh, yeah, and that's how it all, that all got spread. It's not. It's totally incorrect. So, any luck with um, any luck with um, uh, Sydney Powell's chart?
1: Um, I wouldn't even attempt it. I I don't feel. I, I mean, this is it. I I do it as a sort of just I threw it out there because it was coincidental. But, I mean, in terms of evaluating a chart, it takes quite a bit of time and it takes a lot of, um, you know, knowledge base that I really don't pretend that I have. I mean, I I do follow planetary alignments and and all of that. And on frequency, we talk about it quite a bit. So, you know, we have a, a lunar eclipse that's coming up next week on the full moon and I don't know where that's going to be visible, but things like that are, are events as far as, you know, like your experience, Mike, is that they affect a kind of a balance situation. So. Right. Right.
0: Okay guys. Um, thank you for the JFK assassination top. That is featured on my YouTube channel, Mike Barra official right now. Um, Robert F Kennedy Jr. Also confirmed that he is alive. So again, um, don't forget to like and subscribe to Mike Bear Official and the Peelback Report Casey's channel. Don't forget to give us some love on PayPal and Venmo. Really appreciate it. And especially, do not forget to go to Candace's um, site on on Facebook, Frequency of the Earth, where you'll find all kinds of cool stuff about the. Um, about the Schumann residents and everything it has to do with that. So Yeah,
1: and I, I wanna thank everybody that has. I just went through yesterday and there were probably ten people that came over from your channel, Mike. I'm yeah. just really really pleased because you know the more we get that are aware of this and the connections that we make are are quite right. it's quite important to where we're at right now and I hope to talk about it more we got really kind of sidetracked today but I better tell you everybody go over to Rogue News right now Juan is on live so you okay, know let's, just
0: let's let him go do that go listen to yeah. Rogue News and listen to Juan 256 people thanks very much for being here I'll be back tomorrow at yeah. 10 a.m. in the morning with a quick news report from Casey. You may or may not do Tell the Truth Wednesday. Don't know um, Thanksgiving schedule. Where I think we're going to be off th- on Thanksgiving unless there is some uh, groundbreaking information. Uh, Mimi wants to know what your eBay is, Candace, but you don't have anything in there right now, correct?
1: Well, I don't have the the deal with the Shungite and the EMF uh, neutralizer I do have the neutralizer available um, and I'm going to put a special on that. Uh, if you buy three, you get a fourth one for free. It's really nice. There's little dots that they, you put around um, and it does a, it's a homeopathic kind of remedy. It straight lines these scattered fields that we're in and I have them on everything and my computer system. And I really noticed a difference. And so do the people that are receiving them now that, that bought on the special and the Shanghai pennant is really nice for women
0: what's the name of the ebay account again
1: um it's miramum m-e-a-r-a-m-u-m and you just put in wait
0: wait a minute m-e-a-r-a yes m-e-a-r-a
1: okay m-u-m and it's like one word and it is, uh, Maras are the horses that were in uh, Lord of the Rings, by the way. The Maras were the shadow uh, was the, and, uh, so that's where I got that big into Lord of the Rings, let me tell you. But, um, you know, I've been on eBay for many years, and, and it is the case where it, uh, is, I have some other stuff there too. It's it kind of thin pickings right now, but I am going to be putting up, um for hopefully for uh next week you know that i'll be able to get to it but um thank you all for checking in
0: okay candace thank you from from montana thanks for um thanks for coming on and joining us today thanks everybody for being here uh casey and i will be back about 10 a.m tomorrow for a quick news update and we will then see you guys at that time, have a great afternoon. If anything breaks, we'll be back here and go live. Casey wants to say hi. Why she couldn't be on the show, I don't know. If she could lurk around, she could be on the show. Maybe her maybe her hair and makeup wasn't done properly. I don't know. <laughs> all
1: right, Casey, I'll see you tomorrow. And, it's all good.
0: Uh, Candace, thank you for showing up again and helping out, and I
1: appreciate uh, it. Thank you for giving me a platform to – and I'm sorry I probably sounded a little bit protective uh, about Juan Osavin, but there's a good reason, so – everybody. Take care. Okay.
0: All right, guys. Thanks very much.